Harriet Tubman was walking around with a fucking nice shiny fucking dress on with a fucking crown on her head when she was taking slaves to freedom. <laughs> Queens don't always talk and look nice and polished. Being a queen has more to do with having balls <laughs> to do what you weak fucks won't do. I want to give out the queen. Someone, I, I, I want to give out the queen. 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 You think Harriet Tubman was walking around with a fucking nice shiny fucking dress on with a fucking crown on her head when she was taking slaves to Yo, that shit turned out to be such a bop. Like, I think Nikki fumbled the bag on that one. Why was she screaming, though? That's all I want to know. But anyways, I want to welcome you guys to another episode of the broadcast podcast. I am Jamariah, your um, lovely host. See, I tried that tagline shit and it didn't even feel natural. I'm Jamariah. And if I'm talking funny, it's because I have on a coconut sheet mask. Um, and I'm smoking, so yeah. But what's up, guys? Um, I can't talk with this mask. <sighs> okay, there we go. Um, uh, what's up, guys? Just wanted to see what you niggas was up to. Um, this week's podcast episode is gonna be a little different because I have a lot of shit that pissed me off this week that I saw and experienced. Um, so yeah, let's just get right into it. So, um, I first want to address Nicki Minaj and say that as a loyal Sagittarius, she does not represent all of us. Um, she's crazy and she's having a mental breakdown and we're making jokes out of it and it's funny online, but she's, she's having a mental breakdown. That's what that is. So, um, I take it back. I'm not going to call her crazy. But Nikki is definitely going through something, and I think that it's not to be ignored, but sis is kind of making it hard not to get these jokes off. Like, she's doing a lot of dickhead stuff, um, so I'm going to just leave it at that. Um, we're going to keep her lifted up in prayer. Sips tea. But, um, yeah, so I wanted to check in with y'all, give y'all a quick update. Um, really quickly, good news first, before I get into my rant, good news is August is almost over because August sucked for me, um, at work. It was a super slow month in the car business. Everybody went back to school. It's to be expected. Just doesn't feel so good when you're going through it, looking at those compensation reports. So I won't be buying shit in the next couple of weeks. Um, I won't be going anywhere because the bitch is broke. Um, number two... I just launched a new product on hashtag-glow.com, so make sure you guys go online, check it out. You know I've been talking about this forever. I've been so excited to get a new pussy, and I'll let that sink in. (laughs) I'll let that sink in. So what I have been doing is some pussy reupholstering, and what I mean by that is I've tried these... um, 
these products for the vagina and one of them was a set of pearls that you put in research are the ingredients i see what they're doing i like what they're doing um they're pretty much um detoxifies and pulls out any bad shit in your vagina and um in all seriousness I hate condom sex so I typically enjoy my raw sex with the same set of people um it's gonna sound really hoish right now but hey and so you know over time there are things that linger um can't shoot the club but and expect not to find a few scattered shells, you know? Bad joke time. Um, so the pearls are pretty good with, like, taking stuff out, and especially, like, after your period. Um, if you do the pearls, they're for, like, three days. Um, they're good. They're just really expensive. So I was like, okay, I'm not even going to try to make my own because I'm going to have to charge a lot more than what I want to charge. And, you know, I'm not about that with you guys with, the, with that um, skincare line. So then the other products... I've been researching and trying out different things are the vagina steams or like Kay Michelle calls them the vajacials. They're basically facials for your vagina. They are like <clears throat> a blend of natural herbs. I wanted to say herbs and spices, but <laughs> we're not frying chicken. Okay. They're a blend of herbs and you kind of steep it like tea and pour it in a bowl or straight into the toilet. And like, you know, once you boil it and all that, pour it into a sits bowl. Um, women who have children or have had any type of vagina stuff going on, you kind of know what a sits bowl is or anybody that's had hemorrhoids too. But you can get these at like Walgreens, Amazon, whatever. Or you could just find a big ass bowl that you don't use <clears throat> that fits in the toilet sit it in there so it's a little bit higher up closer to the poom sit on the toilet wrap yourself in a sheet from the neck down to your white polished toes okay like no steam can escape your body because it's basically drawing out all the toxins now the steams i loved i felt like i was making a pussy latte or something and i asked one of my dudes to like uh, just gonna say it to just eat me out the next day to see like if there was a change and I mean I already taste pretty damn great so he said I tasted even better he said I was sweeter and I'll take that so <clears throat> I did my due diligence on the um the pussy steams and I called them something cuter on my site of course because I'm trying, I don't know what I'm trying to do, but you just can't sell shit with vulgar names. So, I call mine Silk Panties V-Steams, and they're on sale right now on hashtag dashglow.com. Um, aside from that, I want to get into some stuff that I saw. Like I said, this episode is pretty much just me ranting on shit that I just can't hold in anymore so first things first I'll just get this out the way um I have just started or have just found the weed I have just become a member of the marijuana society and I have to say you motherfuckers have been on to something for years and my scary bougie ass thought I was too good to be one of those stoner bitches well guess what I don't know how I lived without it this long. Um, you know, I am 
29 and some change. I'll be 30 in December. And as I'm getting to that point, the one thing I am noticing, like, no bullshit, is that who I am is clearer than ever. And I'm so much more comfortable in that woman than ever before. Like, it literally came out of nowhere. One morning, I just woke up and was like, you know what? I'm not going to give a fuck about all this shit so much because as you get older, I guess you just realize that there's certain things that you just can't change. There's certain things you can't avoid. And there's certain things that are not worth the energy to even entertain. So one of those things for me was um, I still have a therapist on my list of conquering my anxiety and depression and blah, blah, blah. But just a small daily thing that I could do. So um, with that was meditation, of course, getting a new devotional book and a new journal. I felt like that would um, inspire me to get closer to my inner self. But what really helped, and shout out to the homies, they know who they are. What really helped were my friends being like, just fucking smoke. Here, smoke. You'll feel better. And I'm like, oh, no, I do not (laughs) like bougie central, like flipping hair, talking with my nails. I'm like, I do not smoke. I am not a smoker. I'm not going to be one of those girls buying weed and uh, basically high all the time. And yeah, definitely went to go see my plug last night. Definitely have a plug. I feel like Nikki. I need those flex bombs. (laughs) Definitely have a plug now. Definitely went and bought all the weed accessories because I'm such a nerd and uh, a fucking perfectionist that I wanted to have all my shit together. Definitely researched and smoked different things to see what I liked. So here's the thing. Here's why I was always against smoking. So I knew early on that people in my family, like everybody in my family smokes. I knew that my grandmother smoked when I would come home and she would be paranoid and cleaning everything with the bleach and, <clears throat> excuse me, brushing her teeth in the middle of the day. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what is going on? And then one day I caught her smoking. Like, I came home early or something and she was in the room getting fucking blazed. And I was like, hmm, that doesn't smell like Newports because she smokes cigarettes. I'm like, that doesn't smell like cigarettes. That smells pretty damn good. And I remember being a little idiot with my homegirl, Kamisha. Shout out to Kamisha. We used to sneak and smoke Black and Miles behind the house, behind the fence. And we thought we were doing it, bitch. Like, <laughs> we thought we were getting high. We were turned on those little Black and Miles, and they were disgusting. Um, never smoked another one after that. But anyways, um... I found out that my grandmother smoked and I was like, oh, wow, like this is pretty cool. Like I thought it was really dope because my grandmother growing up was one of the coolest people that I knew. She had the coolest friends. She always dated a musician and he would um, come down. He would take the train from New Haven and come down and bring us shit from his shows or just bring us stuff from up top anyways because we were right there in Connecticut. But he would come down. He would play. He would play music live in the living room. They would cook. My grandmother always had music blasting, cooking, drinking wine. She had white friends that would come over with all this crazy snacks and their fucking cats. And I was just like, this bitch is lit and her friends are lit as well. So I wanted to be just like my grandmother. She was just fly, you know what I mean? Like she did hair. 
So she was always, always on point. So when I found out she smoked weed, I'm like, wow, you just scored cool points. You don't even know it. But she was like kind of ashamed of it. Not ashamed, but she didn't want people to know she smoked, which I thought that was kind of cool too. So there's that end of it where I kind of was interested and intrigued with it. But then my mom was a complete opposite um, in my mind of my grandmother. But my mom um, had told me that she started smoking weed when she was like nine. And she would actually get the weed from my grandmother and my grandfather's ashtray. Like being a little badass, being nosy. I would kick Imani's ass if she came and smoked my weed because this is pretty damn good weed. And I know she doesn't know what she's doing. Um, now nah, all jokes aside, I would kick her ass because she's not supposed to be smoking fucking anything at nine years old. But anyways, um, so it scared me because my mom, the reason why she hasn't, didn't raise me and why I've kind of always stayed away from drugs was because my mom had a drug problem until I was well into my teenage and adolescent years. So in my mind, her smoking weed at nine you know, I was believing all the gateway drug shit that they were pushing on us. And I'm like, wow, that's what led her to coke. <laughs> and now looking back, I'm like, bitch, weed doesn't lead you to coke. Like wanting to do coke leads you to coke. So, you know, you'll be fine. So I was always scared to smoke weed because I'm like, no, because my grandmother acts like it's the worst thing you could do. She's always ashamed of it. And then two, my mom went from, I just, in my mind, I'm like, she jumped from weed to coke no thanks. So I was like, no, I don't smoke. I think it's like not cute for women to smoke, quote unquote. I was so, so had my head so far up my ass. Um, and then now more and more women, because it's becoming legal, also more and more women are getting into it. Like I saw Shawnee on Basketball Wives, you know, starting a weed business and getting all her friends smoking. And I'm like, wow, this is actually, you know, a good thing or whatever. And I've always smoked socially. Like, if I'm out and there's a blunt and someone says, Jam, you want? Yeah, sure. Never really cared to know if I was inhaling it right. Damn sure never thought about buying it and needing to know the measurements of what I need to buy, what that looks like to find out if I'm getting um, cheated out of my drugs. (laughs) And um, actually having paraphernalia on me, like a grinder and all types of shit I'm not going to say. But... I was like, okay, if I'm out and about, it's kind of like having a drink. You're at a club, you have a drink, it's normal. You're at a party or you're out and someone passes you a blunt, you smoke the blunt. It's, if it's somebody you know, not anyone you don't know, because people put shit in blunts all the time. But um, never really, I didn't smoke enough to be able to say I smoked when people would ask me just randomly, like, Jim, you smoke, right? I would be like, no, because technically I didn't. Like, I, the, the type of, uh, the amount of time that I spent smoking, I never had problem with the drug test or anything like that because I didn't smoke enough. Like I probably smoked once every couple of months. <clears throat> so bitch, I started and I don't smoke every day, but I smoke a few times a week now. And when I say all the good things they tell you about weed is true, I am much more fun to be around because I'm happier. I give a fuck less about shit that I should give a fuck less about. My anxiety has gone down. Like I haven't, (laughs) I haven't felt worry in weeks. Um, And, you know, I just feel like 
not that it's like something everyone's doing, but it's not a big deal. It's like it's weed. It's not a chemically enhanced drug or anything like that. Um, it's not going to lead me to coke. So there's that. Um, but yeah, I am about to be 30 and God damn it. If I want to smoke weed, I'm not going to feel bad about it anymore. And I'm not going to say no, I don't when somebody asks because bitch, that's how you talk yourself out of free weed. So I've learned. <clears throat> so moving on from that. Oh, and I like the fact that it's changing my voice. You guys know before I said I always wanted a deeper voice. I think I'm getting it from smoking because the smoke burning my throat and coughing, which um, I thought that meant, that meant I wasn't doing it right. But my friend said that's how you get really high is that you at least need to cough one time. So whatever. You guys can tell me if I'm doing it wrong. But anyways, my voice is getting deeper. So I am fucking winning. I will be on the radio. In no time, sounding like goddamn Eartha Kid. There's nothing y'all can do. Um, what's in my DMs? Oh, let's move on to some fun stuff. So, the other day, I saw a tweet where someone said, suck his dick and support his dreams. Now, you know I'm here for both of those. <laughs> And some woman says, <clears throat> women aren't experiencing enough orgasms for all the dick sucking y'all try to do for men. I just, what does this mean? Like, why are they saying this? The last time I got in an argument with somebody from lesbian Twitter was because they were saying that the, rem- the reason why women were becoming more lesbians was because it was statistically proven that women give women more and better orgasms than men do. And I'm like, what niggas have y'all been fucking and trying out that aren't giving y'all orgasms? Like, I don't understand. So I was like, why y'all keep saying this? Y'all don't have orgasms when you having sex? Like, is this real? Is this real life? What is this? Is this just some Twitter shit? So my homeboy says to me um, that... Um, I can't place the blame on women because I was just thrown and I was just like, if a woman is not having an orgasm with a man, why are we blaming men and not women? Because I just feel like as women, we talk in our vocal about so much shit in our lives. I don't see us not being able to tell a nigga, listen, you're not fucking me right. You're not doing this right. I don't like how you do that. Stop. No, get up. Come here. Look. Let's go to X videos, page 46, and let's just start from there. Like, I just don't see women not having orgasms and not, and not having them enough to where they're saying this is an epidemic, like this is a global problem. So I was upset and I was annoyed and I was just like, I started venting about this nigga that's on my roster. My roster's only two people, so don't let me let you think that I'm this big hoe. It's not. <laughs> and it's not even consistent sex. It's just when I want to have sex, it's either one or the other person. So anyways, I'm like, I need to replace this nigga on my roster because he's cool, but he doesn't fuck me the way I told him to. And then I said, see how easy it is for women to control their orgasms. Here's my thing. If I'm giving you direction, like, okay, well, first of all, women have too many fun body parts for you niggas not to know what you're doing. So there's that. Two, if... The person you're sharing your body with isn't 
handling you the way you need them to handle you? Why are you not telling them how you need to be handled? And here's my theory. I think that women growing up, one, we're always shamed or or made to feel ashamed of our sexuality, of our need and desire and want for sex, just like men, um, of being able to just have sex casual sex like men um women are always held on this higher pedestal we're told to save our cookie for marriage which i got some shit to say about that but we're told to save our pussy for marriage because it's sacred the body is a temple you know all this great stuff that's awesome virtuosity amazing but we're told that we're not supposed to be having sex then we're told we're only supposed to be having sex with our husbands then we're told when we are having sex, it's to please the man. Like, all this bullshit that they tell women, it's 2018. I feel like we're so vocal about everything else. Why are we not telling men how to please us and feeling okay with that? Like, we give Amber Rose a lot of shit, but I bet you she's having orgasms every time she has sex. Like, pretty sure that's her priority. Second of all, why aren't enough women masturbating because that's really what it boils down to my mom who doesn't give great advice but every now and then has a gym was the one that introduced me to masturbating as a kid because me again very nosy child only child Sagittarius all you need to know um stumbled across her box of sex toys curiosity you know I asked about it what is this one what does that do What's that for? Were we ready to have that talk? No, but God damn it, we were there now. So she said to me, if you're going to do anything before, you know, like, I, I'm not going to be able to stop you from having sex or want to explore sex and all this stuff. But if I'm going to tell you anything, it's one, to be safe, um, two, to make sure that you actually want to do it and you're not being pressured into doing it, and three, Make sure you know how to give yourself your first nut. Give yourself your first nut and you'll be good. And I was like, bitch, what? I'm going outside. I don't know what that means. But again, only child, Sagittarius. Met my very handsome daughter's father um, when we were like 15, 16. I wasn't a virgin because I had lost it the summer before. Well, I had lost it a couple of months before I met him with a childhood friend that I had grown up with, but it was such a traumatic experience that I just didn't have sex again. So, you know, at that point, that little um, one-time popped cherry kind of just, I don't know if the bitch came back or what, but <laughs> um, I lost my virginity again, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but saved all my freak stuff for baby daddy and... It was in meeting him, like, in the beginning of trying not to have sex with him so soon that I did start exploring masturbation and uh, porn. And um, I think we snuck into Spencer's. Yes, we did. We snuck into Spencer's because back then you couldn't go down the middle aisle if you weren't at least 18. Snuck into Spencer's in the mall, bought a butt ton of sex toys. I don't know if he looked older because he was tall, but whatever. We got away with it. Could not wait to get home and try those bad boys out. And, of course, they were for me. So, I tried them out myself first. And, man, when I tell you that first 
real orgasm was just like, wow, sex is fucking amazing. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to try all this shit. So I learned very early what worked for my body, what I liked, what my spots were, what I didn't like, what didn't work for me, what got me there really quickly, what I could do if I wanted to prolong the activities. Um, I also learned that I was a multi, um, I could have multiple orgasms. Um, also learned um, different ways to stimulate myself without actually um, having an orgasm, like get myself right there to that point. There was a bunch of shit that I tried by myself. That's all I'm saying. I figured this all out on my own before a man was introduced into these velvet walls, honey. So you women out there who are talking about y'all not having orgasms and it's niggas' faults and that's why y'all fucking bitches, stop it. Cut it out. That's not why y'all fucking bitches. Y'all fucking bitches because you want to fuck bitches. I fuck bitches because I want to fuck bitches. Not because they fuck me better than niggas because let's be fucking serious. <laughs> like... Let's be serious. Young M.A. is fine. I love that bitch. I love little stud bitches that look like her. But that plastic doesn't throb. It doesn't go from soft to hard with you sucking it. So you can't pat yourself on the back when she pulled that motherfucker out. She's already hard because she bought it hard. Okay? Cut it out. Let's stop this shit that y'all are doing. And then someone else was saying that oh, it's men's fault because they feel like just fucking a woman is enough and women, um, the clit has the most nerve endings and that's how they come. First of all, little bitch, there's plenty of ways to come and you need to do your Googles and that is why y'all are not coming. You have a G-spot, you have a clitoris. Um, there are women like me and other fucking freak weirdos that come from kissing or having their titties sucked or just fucking being talked to at a certain tone of voice right there in your motherfucking ear so stop it stop it it's not these niggas faults like I know we blame them for everything and that shit is cool and it's funny and we love to do it but this one is not on them are there some men out there that don't know what the fuck they're doing yes because they have bitches like you who instead of telling them babe do this this way y'all are trying to embarrass these niggas and putting them in the group chat about how they can't fuck and you're not fucking them anymore ever again and then getting your ass on Twitter and putting all the blame on niggas. If you don't tell them, how are they going to know? Answer that. Okay. And then there are some men who do have sex and say, you better get yours, bitch, because guess what? I'm getting mine, so you better get yours. Um, bitch, just have the same mentality. Get your shit, worry about his later. I definitely don't have sex with the man and make it his, make it my priority for him to come. I make it my priority for us both to enjoy the experience and for us both to have an orgasm. If it happens that he has an orgasm and I don't, I have no problem saying, huh, you better fix it. There's no way I'm going home with a saw jaw. Uh, a saw, a saw jaw, a sore jaw, and a dry pussy. I'm not doing it. There's no way I'm going home not walking like a baby deer. I'm not doing it. There's no way you're leaving this house, balls drained with a smile on your face, and I'm sitting there looking mad. We're not doing it, sir. 
I'll give you time to recharge, give you time to reboot. Or, hey, you, you that mouth and them hands, y'all just gonna have to work. Or I'll just go get my toys. On top of all of that, the point of the matter is the orgasm is your responsibility. Whoever wants to come needs to make sure they come. Point blank, period. Start learning your bodies. Stop being ashamed to watch porn. Stop acting like because you have a nigga, you don't need sex toys. Yes, you do, because niggas are annoying and they're not always around. Stop being afraid to speak up for what you want in anything. A relationship, your job, that one homegirl that shows up late every fucking time y'all get ready to go out. Look, speak up. That's the only way you're going to get what you want. And that's all I'm going to say on that. (sighs) What else? So that leads me to my next point. So I said in there that they taught us to hold the cookie till we get married. A man's not going to buy the cow if you give him the milk for free. Blah, blah, blah. You know who proved that wrong? Red Lobster. Red Lobster did not take the idea that if I give these niggas the recipe to these Cheddar Bay Biscuits, they're never coming to Red Lobster again. We're going to go bankrupt. We're going to close businesses. Don't give them the recipe. Red Lobster said, God damn it. I'm going to give you the recipe. Not only am I going to give you the recipe so you can make this shit yourself at home and I can make money off that, but you motherfuckers are still going to come in here and get these goddamn shrimp delights and these stupid ass Alfredos and these free biscuits. You know why? Because we're that bad and bossy. You got to be that much of a bad bitch to feel like I'm going to give this nigga some pussy and I'm still going to get a goddamn ring. So the point that I'm bringing that to There was an article on Ebony where the girl said, I waited until marriage and my husband doesn't satisfy me. Guess whose fault that is? If you don't try on shoes before you get your ass out the store and you bought them that night for an event and you put them bitches on and they're too small or too big or they fucking hurt or they just don't look good with your outfit anymore, that's your fault. It's too late. Show got to go on. If you buy a motherfucking used car and you don't test drive that bitch before you drive the lot, you just get them to tow it to your house and you just hope it all goes great Monday morning when you got to be up and ready for work and you break down on 285, guess whose fault that is? Yeah. Here's the thing. These things that we want to put on everybody else is kind of our fault. Waiting until marriage is a personal choice. I think it's beautiful. I think the people who can actually do it are hell of, you know, they have hella patience. Um, if you're doing it for religious reasons, more power to you. Hope that gets you to heaven a little bit faster. But here's the thing. With me, I, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not taking that chance. (laughs) I'm not taking that chance. And I'm not lying to myself enough to tell me, me, that if this man that I love to death, we're going to put it into perspective, Ryan. So it's going to sound really crazy, but I've never seen this nigga. We FaceTime all day. We talk on the phone. We text, email, all of that. I know his ad, all of that. I know everything about him. Haven't seen him yet. 
that's how most social media relationships kind of go for the first time. You know, you had this little long distance thing, this mystery. I don't give a fuck. Knowing that I'm not, well, one, we're not together. And now we're not even trying to pursue this thing. All of because of love is and just realizing that I am not Nuri and nigga, you are Yasir, but you're not Yasir. We're not doing that. Um, but even with this man who talks to me about God daily and I know how much he values the Lord that if I were to say I want to be celibate I want us to wait until we're married and before I touch you before I see you blah 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 I know that would sound great and that would give me so many cool points with Ryan but what it wouldn't do for me is any motherfucking thing do I ask that nigga for nudes absolutely well not even nudes because I don't like nudes but do I ask him for print pics yes I need to see what it's looking like up under the hood. I sell cars. I'm not no goddamn idiot. I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna do anything without figuring out what it's like first. Like getting married and you don't know what the dick is like. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? The times that I've waited to have sex because I want it to be cute. And I wanted to prove something to some imaginary person. It never worked. Never. I've never waited to fuck a nigga and it turned out worth the wait. It's always been like, God damn you. You knew your dick was little. You knew your shit was trash. You knew you don't eat ass and you weren't going to do nasty things and put your thumb in my butt like I wanted you to. You knew that you weren't about that life, but you suckered me in with all these goddamn dates and these good morning texts and smelling good and looking good to the point that I lied to myself and said I could look over it if it wasn't. Whew. Bitch, where and why? Why would I do that? At this point in my life, I need to know that the dick is amazing to put up with you. I need to know that you got the kind of dick that's going to have me pulling up at your job because you didn't text me back fast enough. I need that type of chaos in my life. I don't need to be like, you know what? Sex is not important. And I would love him if he had a micro penis. I would not. God didn't make me that way. And I think you got to just accept who and where you are on the spectrum of life. If you're that type of bitch, hey. That's fine. That's awesome. I'm not. I'm not even about to play those games with you. So, shorty, that's your own fault. And, you know, the fact that you waited till you got married to find out that this dick was trash, I don't feel bad for you. All I can say is cheat first. At least you'll feel better about it. Because if he cheats on you first, he has some fucking nerve. And you do not want to give him that card to play. So, cheat first. That's it. Um, my last point. So, earlier I posted something wild, per usual, on um, Snap. It was a text message between me and one of my two. And um, he was out with his brothers or something. I'm, at this point, I'm lit. Um, smoking makes me horny, which is really weird. Um, Because it's usually the opposite. Usually people drink and get horny. But now that I smoke, I don't even like to drink as much. Um, And smoking gets me really, really, like, 
horny horny like all caps like how this summer was on twitter just the horniest summer ever that's how smoking gets me so that is why i don't smoke with everybody either because i can't be around certain people horny but um i already knew like i already could feel it's like what movie whatever bitch it could be like power rangers it was a fucking morphing time as soon as i took that last little puff i was like you know what i need to send this text so um sent the text he's out with his boy his brothers i don't know the lingo could have been his friends could have been his brothers could have been his girlfriend i don't know i don't care out with his boys says um come have a drink with me i'm out i'll see you tomorrow i said cool but I'm kind of hot, and I really want to suck your dick right now till you come in my mouth. Mind you, he's never had the privilege of coming in my mouth yet, so I just wanted to see what this was going to do. But I was also dead fucking serious. So it went from, I'm out, I'll come see you tomorrow, I'll try, but I doubt it, to, okay, I'll call you when I'm on the way, to, I'm on the way, to, do you want something to eat? I'm at Wendy's. Two, I'm at your door. So, women, again, this is all, the ball is always in our court, bitches, like, always. So, anyways, boom, boom, boom. Um, basically, John never got tired, lets me know I'm never going to smoke and go to the gym because I will not be in that bitch like it's a damn um, weightlifting competition so the next day I can feel like ramen noodles. I'm not doing it. This weed is nothing to fucking play with. So, I, anyways, I posted that because I just like to post a little dumb shit every now and then. And I get a DM that says, whoa, <laughs> from a nigga I've never fucked with, never gave the inclination I was going to fuck with. So, I'm like, whoa, whoa, what? He says, just caught me off guard. That's all. So, I throw up the hands up emoji like, <laughs> okay, and... I basically like for what and he was like um you you must be pretty open with your man that's dope I, who said I had a man oh I just assumed yeah and that's your problem don't assume with me what gave you the idea that that was my man is it because a society wants women to believe that they can only be filthy with their man or b you wanted to believe that I could only be filthy with my man and that I could not possibly be talking like this to a random ass nigga. Well, you're wrong on all levels because he wasn't a random nigga, but he's also not my man. I don't have a problem with that. Like the person that I'm sleeping with, we, we don't have to be cookie cutter and vanilla just because we just sleeping together and I'm saving some shit for my man. No, 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 no. If it feels good, I want to do it all the time. So... I get a lot of DMs about people assuming things about me in my life because of what I post. <sighs> you will never know everything about me because I'm still learning me. You will never be able to figure me out because I haven't even figured me out yet. So that on the one hand, I get posts like, man, you're so dope. Your man must love fucking you and you are this and that. Well, I don't have a man. But then when I post stuff about being single, I get pity posts like, damn, I thought you would have been married by now. How come you're not? How come no one's checking for you? How come? Skirt. I didn't say no one wasn't checking for me. 
And I could have been married right now if I wanted to be, but the nigga doesn't deserve me, so why even bother? Stop assuming shit because of something that somebody posts. Then I'll post something that's, that's something sweet that Ryan said to me, who I just told this man I wasn't going to be with, and he could still say, I love you, and I might post it or post his face and be like, I love him, and it'll be like, oh my God, congrats, and what are you congratulating me on? I don't even know this nigga. <laughs> Just stop, like, just stop, just stop, just stop, stop, just stop. Somebody post some shit, like it, keep it moving. Stop assuming all this stuff. Like, just stop. You can assume I have money because I post about um, a good week selling cars, a sold-out product, or something and you could be like, damn, your shit is all the way together. I'm so proud of you. Bitch, I'm not doing nothing. I have nothing all the way together. There is nothing fucking going on over here. Like, just mind your business. And I know that that's hard to say when we post our business. But the follow-up shit, if someone doesn't say it, don't do it. Like, I would never... It's like if somebody, you know came out or, or posted something about their relationship, you all in their DMs talking about congratulations this, congratulations that, that person could be so unhappy in their relationship. And it's like, just stop, just stop. Stop assuming things about people's lives because of what they post. There's some things that I post because they're pretty fucking funny to me, but they're not actually happening to me. So you could take that and run with it. There's some things I post about sex and sexuality that some people could be like, oh, my gosh, she is a hoe. And oh, my gosh, she's this. Or some people could be like, man, your man must love you. And I am alone. (laughs) I don't have a man. I don't even have as much sex as y'all think I be having. I really just chill, mind my business, go to work, be about my daughter, turn up with my friends. But I'm chilling. I'm a regular, degular, schmegular person I'm really just me like I'm really just jam I'm the most down-to-earth but high-strung person you'll ever meet like I'm cool I just be chilling just let me chill just let me chill that's all um other than that I don't have nothing else for y'all I think I like doing podcast high though because I really don't have a filter now so this is what I gotta deal with and another thing these posts may not be every week they may not be at the same time so I'm not even gonna do the whole Wednesdays at this day and this and that I'll post it when I got some shit to talk about keep it like that Um, but if you guys do want to come on the show I think my next guest is going to be Jasmine, my homegirl, London B. Um, I want to talk to her about some things. Jasmine is really funny. She doesn't even know how funny she is, but she's actually really funny. Um, so I want to have her on. And then after that, I think my homie Joe's going to come on because he's 33 and just started smoking as well. And I kind of want to talk about um, some stuff like some misconceptions and just our experience of being full-ass adults and just starting to do things that our peers have been doing for years um and now I see why 
But um, other than that, I'll just leave y'all with some positive shit. Men, get y'all shit together and keep it together. Ladies, get y'all shit together and keep it together. When the two of you meet and come together, men, women, men, men, ladies, ladies, when y'all come together, everyone should have their shit together and be together. Don't put it on another person to take care of you. Don't put it on another person to complete you. Don't put it on another person to be your source of joy and your happiness. And you'll feel whole when you have a relationship or get married or have a baby or get that promotion or lose that weight. Listen, you are whole right fucking now. I am a whole goddamn entree right fucking now. I'm in the gym because I want to be a snack. I don't really want to be a two-piece and a biscuit anymore. But guess what? I'm a bad bitch either way. Fupa or flat. I am still going to get these niggas and get these looks and give out these numbers. You are a bad bitch. Whether you're a man or a woman listening to this, you are the shit. And I love you.